Is Jesus just a really great guy, or is he God? Welcome to another episode of the Ex-Mormon Files. I'm your host, Bishop Earl, and I appreciate you spending some time with us. Today we have Mike Stevens, and I appreciate you coming and sharing Thanks. your story. Thanks, Earl. It's so fascinating. I hope we get it all in here. It's just a lot of interesting stuff. Yeah, I, I could talk <laughs> for a while. Where, where are you from? Where are you born, and what's was, your background? I was born in uh, Provo. Okay. Um, and I moved up when I was about four to Layton, Utah. Okay. And now I live in Kaysville, Utah. So you've been in this area mm -hmm. all of your life, huh? Yeah, pretty much. All of your young life? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and your parents, were they members of the church? They were. They went were they? to BYU. Okay. And, and, uh, so deep you know, roots there yeah. in Mormonism. And deep, deep So you were active, I guess? And Yeah, I was. 12, or you got baptized at age 8, I guess? Mm -hmm. Baptized at 8, um, Got the ironic priesthood when 12, when I was supposed yeah. to 12, 14, sure. 16, <laughs> um, seminary. Did you? Yeah. Um, any questions ever come up in your youth or anything about the church that kind of? Not not really in in my youth. I kind of towed the line yeah. really well. I wanted to be the best that I could be. <laughs> yeah. You know. So. You know, we're we're just raised that way, aren't we? I mean, yeah. we just and we go to church and we just kind of believe everything and we kind of get indoctrinated mm -hmm. i guess that's the way to say it and did you sense that too that you just you had a testimony i guess and i did read, um read the book of mormon that kind of I stuff read the book of mormon a lot um yeah. but i did have a rebellious streak in me a oh, little bit um at, at 16 i decided uh that I was going to start drinking coffee. Oh, you did? Um, because all my friends were uh, either going out and getting drunk or doing some oh. of the other things. Well, coffee was on the same list as alcohol. Of, uh, as alcohol. <laughs> so I thought that was just as bad. So I pretty rebellious there. Yeah, I was. I was pretty <laughs> rebellious. That's why, did that last very long, or was I just? Oh, a... Yeah, it was kind of a whole life. I've always liked coffee. Oh, so. <laughs> interesting. Um, I stopped, you know, between the missionary and <laughs> forward until later. Yeah. But so, w w was it at nineteen that you went on your mission? At nineteen. Yeah. Um, okay. And where I did went, you go? I went to the Louisiana Baton Rouge. Okay. Mission. So. Yeah. Um, now you went through the temple first, I yeah, guess. Went through the temple. Uh -huh. How was that experience for you? Well, that that was a, an interesting experience. I there were points in the temple that I uh, I really didn't like, <laughs> just didn't like. But I had been told that that was the place, the happiest place I should be. So, and I was kind of having this struggle in my mind, like. Uh, <laughs> The, what what was this and uh i'm i'm supposed to be happy about it type feeling and uh my parents asked me that and and i i just couldn't answer them i was like um great <laughs> <laughs> well you almost have to yeah, yeah. I almost have to say that and yeah. you figure you'll just get used to it or learn, yeah. learn what it's all about yeah. now you don't go on you didn't go to the temple during your mission did you i did um where did you go um in louisiana so um, just before my mission, just a, like a year before my mission, they started building those uh, mini temples all okay. around. And uh, L Louisiana got one okay. um, right a year before my mission. So I was able to go three times 
Amen. As a mission group, they go and mm -hmm. all the missionaries go. Well, you go could kind of request it, and then they would oh. give you time. So to request Did it get it. any better for you? No. When you went the three no. times? <laughs> um, no, it didn't. <laughs> it didn't. I just waited till the last part of it and was like, <laughs> okay, made it through. So. <laughs> I know that feeling. Uh, so the mission was really had a lot of impact mm -hmm. in your life and, and has had an impact in your journey. So tell us a couple of things that happened. And, and, um. Well, um, first off, I wanted to say a lot of people ask me, um, how do you feel about your mission? And I, I tell them I loved my mission yeah. um, because of the things that I was taught on my mission that helped me in the future. Um, so on my mission, I had a few experiences with, uh, with certain people, and then there was a big church out there that would minister to Mormons. And, oh, wow. uh, and so they would come out and kind of hit on a few, a few subjects here and there, kind of planting seeds. Were, were um, you just the two of you walking along and they'd come over and visit, or was it when you went to doors? Or yeah, both? so it was both. <laughs> you know, they would come, talk to us, um, and then uh, there would be other times where we would be tracking and knocking on doors, and as we would go down and go into someone's house and come out, they would go into that same house and teach them the gospel and then leave. Um, so they would they would follow us around and wow. clear up misconceptions after that. What, what did you start hearing? Um, so what, what there that? there were different things uh, coming out uh, between masonry um, and the temple and um, some other things. But one of the biggest things for me was the rock in the hat. They kept talking about this rock in the hat that Joseph Smith used to translate the Book of Mormon. And uh, what I had been taught was that he had, you know, translated with him with had it the plates in, there with it in front of him, right. and and that's how he did it. Yeah. And uh, um, this was a huge impact in my life because at this time, um, uh, President Hinckley came to my mission, and in in that um, also Elder Holland came um, and some other uh, big name people in the church really? came Other and they, authorities, huh? yeah and they uh, invited about 20 of us missionaries in a room was this just to combat this church's efforts or do you think they were trying to I honestly do, don't know but did they um, do this elsewhere i wonder or anyway. yeah i okay. i you know i'm not sure um well, that must have been but it, this was though. a this was a, a great seed that was planted but you know, as missionaries, we're thinking, this is great. We get yeah. to talk to the prophet of the church and ask him questions openly in this closed room. And they were encouraging and, you to do that. Yeah, they were oh. encouraging us. Okay. And, and, you know, for the most part, missionaries were asking the, the same questions that you would expect them to ask, like, um, you know, have you seen Jesus or, <laughs> or that sort of thing, you know. Um, but I asked, um, because it had been on my heart so hard, I asked, you know, I heard that Joseph Smith um, translated the Book of Mormon with a, a rock and a hat. And with his head in the hat, with looking his at head this in rock. The hat. Yeah. And, uh, sear stone or whatever. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. yeah. So, you know, I described it and he, he looked over the, the crowd of us missionaries, about 20 of us, like I said, and he said, that is absolutely false doctrine. President Hinckley said President that. Hinckley said that you cannot believe that. Said a few other things that drove home his point yeah. in it being false doctrine. But uh, yeah, so he told me it was false doctrine. I'll kind of flash forward to the future, and 
lo and behold, my surprise when <laughs> they came out with that essay. <laughs> and admitted that there yeah. was a... The rock think, in the hat, yeah. I guess he knew. Do you think he knows I, or knew? Or I, you know, they have to I, I have. I have to believe that they know this stuff because they had it. They had yeah, that's it. Don't, yeah, they yeah. have them in their vaults or yeah, something. And, they had it. And they I'm sure the it. president of the church sees those and mm -hmm. are aware of them. Yeah. And then, of course, the Internet comes out and does more stuff, and so he mm -hmm. has to admit, or the church has to admit. that Kind of bring forward the stuff that people well, were talking about. That must have been huge for you. It, it was huge. Um, at that point in my faith crisis, I had started chopping off the presence of the church, meaning, okay, that one, <laughs> that one's not right, and that one's not right. Like Brigham Young, and, yeah, yeah Brigham Young, okay, okay, <laughs> chop him out, you know. And and at that point, I was holding on to Joseph Smith, and that was it. I was just holding on to that one thing, and then the rock and the hat came out, and it just <laughs> tumbled. Oh my goodness. <laughs> So, How late was this in your mission? I mean, did you have much time left? Or? Um, I had a year left. Did it impact your testimony? Um, yeah, it made At it stronger because I just had the, the prophet tell me it was false. So I was like, oh, no, it's false. Yeah. You didn't know otherwise at yeah. that point. Okay. Yeah, it's false. So my my vigor towards the mission and, and following that was, oh, okay. I was gotcha. just made stronger by yeah. by that at that point yeah um but uh, you know i didn't know that god was working <laughs> and putting these things on my shelf had you so. did, just to ask did you hear anything about grace did you know anything about grace and uh works as they as tried a missionary and, um a lot of people tried to bring that up um but i think that's a really tough thing um a tough I'm trying to think of the word concept concepts yeah. for a Christian that's outside of Mormonism to try to talk about works and faith and grace um, to someone that is just not even grasping what they're saying. They're saying the same words, but especially to not, a missionary who's a hundred percent involved yeah. In, yeah. in ministry, so, so to speak. Or, so I do remember those conversations, and I remember a lot of, I had, I actually had a pastor uh, chase me down the street before as we were walking, <laughs> chased us with the Bible to, to talk <laughs> to us. Try to show you the scriptures. Yeah, yeah uh, try to talk to us and teach us the truth. Um, so Yeah, this was the Bible Belt, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, it was, in, it was in the Bible Belt. There was a lot of uh, Christians there. So, Anything else on your mission that you... Wanted to mention. No, I, I think that That's, those were the big pivotal points yeah. uh, for me. One mission. thing I do ask some missionary, or you know, some of you, the people I interview, is, did you feel like you were preaching Jesus, or were you preaching the church? Um, I was preaching the church. Yeah. Um, it, if you were to ask me then, I would have said Jesus. Um, really? But now, today, I would say the church. Oh, you felt on your mission that you were. Yeah, because it was the Church of Jesus Christ well, sure. as His name, so yeah. I would have I would have done some gymnastics into that. <laughs> and but, got into yeah, that. <laughs> got into it, but okay. Yeah. Anyway, you come home, and what happens in life? Well, I I kind of toe the line once again. I get married kind of really quick, um, out of the gate, which turned out to in the temple. Yeah, in the temple. Yeah. Um, we got married outside the temple first, oh, wow. um, and then. We got married in the temple later. Okay. Um, so, 
um, like a year later, the yeah. year yeah. thing. And then um, I held various callings to the church, elders quorum secretary, elders quorum president. Oh, yeah. Um, just other various callings. Just had a good testimony. The yeah. church was true, and you're just moving forward. Yeah, moving forward and <laughs> gung-ho, you know. And I don't know, one day I just was tired. What happened? I, I just, they had, I had like three or four callings because no, they were just passing on callings to me. And it was like, I'm just tired. Well, get Mike to do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just tired. And I just kind of stopped going. Really? Well, yeah, I just kind of stopped. Mm. But I never stopped believing. It was just sure. like, I need a break. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I need a break for a, a sabbatical. Minute, you know? Yeah, a sabbatical <laughs> from church because this is getting too much. Yeah. You know? I, and and how did that last very long? Or? Um, it, I, I started that about 27. So, okay. Yeah, and, and um, 36 now. So. Um, started that was kind of right where my transition began mm. was was right there well, so well tell us what happened to, to kind of make you change your mind about things um i was getting mad at certain things the church was doing um different political things and that they were kind of taking a stance on that mm. i didn't feel like a church should at that point in in my life i didn't feel like they should be that hard in political stances and things and just other things i can't i can't fully remember what yeah, yeah. took me to that point but i got to that point and uh a few years later i, I got divorced okay um and it's always I, impactful yeah it is it was and I, I became angry but i still like i was still holding on to joseph smith this was still holding on to joseph smith but i didn't want the missionaries to talk to me and i I didn't want home teachers, and I didn't, but really? I was holding on, you know, just holding on to that. And church then, is true, and yeah. Joseph Smith's a prophet. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's a prophet at church, I'm questioning, but, <laughs> you know, he's a prophet in there. Yeah. But uh, then the rock and the hat happened, and that, I was about, I was like 32. And how did that happen? Did you just read about it? or uh, The essay there? came out from the church. Oh, the essay. Yeah. Where they well, admitted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they show a picture of, I believe it was uh, President Nelson now, yeah. um, looking at the rock in the hat, and he had this angry face. And <laughs> <laughs> so, that was the picture they showed. Yeah. You saw. And that kind of mm -hmm. took care of the, the hanging on to Joseph Smith. Yeah, I part. just took that and it just swept the legs right out from me. Where were you at religiously at this point when you felt, okay, the church isn't true, but you, did you question God or oh, question? Yeah. I, I threw, um, the common phrase, I threw the baby out with the bathwater. I just, oh, no God. You know, just went full-blown atheist. Did you really? Full-blown, yeah. Didn't didn't believe there was a God. Oh, and I just threw everything out of the window. Well, we've said it here before, but it just seems like our, our relationship with the church as a Mormon is so strong, but there's we don't have Jesus with us really. Mm -hmm. I mean, we don't, and so when we leave or find out the only true church isn't true, we don't, we don't really have Jesus to take with us or something. I don't know. I think the other problem is is that the Mormons have taken the stance of I'm Christian. Um, so when someone like me goes to leave, 
they throw Christianity out of the, the, the out with Mormonism oh. because they've it's in my mind it was they're linked. Oh, they're linked, and I didn't know the difference. You chucked the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> chucked it all. Yeah. Oh. So. Okay. How long did that last? And what uh, happened to that, bring you around? That lasted quite a while. I met my new new my wife now, um, and uh, she had been born into the church. And baptized, LDS yeah, okay. um, but really had never gone very much further okay. than that. Um, so she is dealing with me going through this faith crisis and being atheist while still believing in God, you know. Oh. And, and in her eyes, she believed in the Trinity, not the God of Mormonism. Right. So, okay. um, so she's like, well, we're going to be Christians, you know. <laughs> so uh, we're going to pick a church now. And, uh, you know, <laughs> you can believe what you want, but you're going, and this is what we're going to teach our family. And okay. Like, yeah. oh, all, right, all right, you know. Get along with yeah, that. Huh? Yeah, I'll be equally yoked. You know, that was my thought. I'll just, okay. you know. And I went, and I liked it. Where did it. you go? Alpine. Oh, you started in, at Alpine. In Layton, yeah. And what did you think of that the first time you went to a... It was, I had kind of been warned by someone like that um, they have a live band, yeah. you know. Um, so the music it's, and... it's not going to be the same as what you're you're used to. So yeah. just be prepared. So I walk in. Of course, there's a live band, and you know, and words up on the words up on the yeah. thing. And did you sense though that it was full of worshipful or full of yeah, worship? Yeah, yeah. The one thing than... I I sensed. I came home that day, and I was like, I just, you know, I. I have a hard time believing what they're saying because I'm, a, you know, atheist at this point. But like, I have a hard time believing it. But man, I feel great after that. Let's do it every week. You know, it's kind really? of like a motivational speech. <laughs> and like, I feel good. Let's yeah. uh, continue. So awesome. we continued, and I participated in church services, like kids' church, and helping out. And yeah. All the while not believing. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, so I one day was like, you know what, I gotta figure this out, um, and this is where I my conversion my what conversion happened? comes in. So I uh, went to church one day and I asked one of the pastors. I said, Hey, I'm a former Mormon. I I got duped by this guy that's 200 years old how can i trust this guy that's 2000 years old and he's what like a good question yeah he's like you need to go talk to this person um and then about a month later i asked another pastor at my church the same question he's like and he pointed me back to that person that same person the, the same first person one. you know and, and then i talked to another pastor and this time it was the the head pastor of of the church and he said i need to talk to that person and uh, I, I was like, well, okay, I'll wait for him to come around because uh, our, our church does like a teaching pastor rotation. Right. So I was like, oh, I'll wait, wait for him to uh, come around and then ask him. And one day he just came up to me out of nowhere and was like, I need to talk to you. And when I was thinking at that point was, hey, all these other pastors sent you. sent you. And he told me later he was just praying and God led him to me. And who was that? It, it was Ross yes, Anderson. Yes, it was Ross. Okay. Yeah. Well, Ross we love Anderson. Ross. Yeah. yeah. It was Ross Anderson. And uh, he immediately started trying to clear up and, and find what my problem was. And 
he uh, led me to some videos that and and things that cleared up my misconception of the Bible. Yeah. So I didn't that's trust huge, the Bible. isn't it? Yeah. Well, we don't. It's only it hasn't been translated correctly. And yeah, the the well, article of faith. You know, I mean, we talk about throwing it. stuff out. I mean, we never had the Bible to tr to begin with. So right. It's easy to chuck that. Yeah. Yeah. Chuck that out the window, you know. So, so did you start really seeing stuff in the mm -hmm. Bible that you could count on? I did, and uh, you know, first I I, um, I kind of want to point out just two um, two things real quick. First is uh, I wanted to move out of Utah <laughs> because I didn't want my family to grow up in a, a culture. this culture. Yeah. I wanted to move away, so that's the first point. I kind of just want to. Um, leave on the table for a second and then the second point is um i'm going to share my my story um but i was always hesitant to stare, uh, share my story because in mormonism you're taught to hold those things in they're sacred you you uh, hold them there and uh and uh so i thought about it and i was like no that's that's glorifying god by t by showing yeah. the the story so sharing, yeah. mm -hmm. So what I did was I, I finally could trust the Bible. So I opened it up and I was reading in uh, Matthew and, and seeing how, how, um, how there was the prophecy of him doing a certain thing and then where he fulfilled the prophecy. So then I started trusting Jesus. I could trust it. And uh, I hit Matthew 5, which was the Beatitudes. Yeah. And I was reading, and I realized at that moment that I was poor, and I was crushed down, and I was at my lowest point in life that I could be. I was just this little thing. Yeah. And that's when God <laughs> spoke to me. Not in a, like an audio, audio, audible voice, yeah. but I knew what he was saying. And at that moment, he was telling me, that you know, I've trusted in Him. I'm saved, and uh, and that I'm supposed to be here in Utah to minister to Mormons. So that's why I left that on the table for, for a second, <laughs> is because I wanted to get away. I wanted to leave. And God and, wanted you and here. He said, "Nope, you're staying." And so, now you actually are teaching. Yeah, I am former teaching Mormons or uh -huh. Mormons who are questioning and. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so I have... Uh, With Rouse Anderson. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's he, neat. Um, and now, he's kind of taken a step back from it. Um, yeah. He's more of an overseer right. of what's going on. But. Well, so do you figure that... you feel like that was your born-again moment? Oh, yeah. Right? That was my born-again moment. Mm -hmm. I, you know, at that point... And it was funny. I ran upstairs. My wife was sleeping. I was outside when I read my Bible. So I kind of looked up at that summer sky, you know, and it kind of happened. And I ran inside and I woke my wife up. I said, I think I've been saved. <laughs> That's <laughs> so, so fantastic. She's like, what? You know, but I was like... Don't you sense the freedom and um, then well, just the freedom of having that knowledge? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you, you just show, your shoulders are less burdened. Yeah, it's fantastic, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It yeah. is. Well, what did you now? Now, how did you feel? How do you feel about grace and works? Now you um, understand that a little differently. Oh yeah, I totally understand it differently. It's gone from a from a I need to do certain things to gain God's favor. Um, I I remember when I first came to faith, I would catch myself praying, and I'd say, if I did. 
and I was like, oh, wait, wait, that's wrong, and not if, you know. But it became a, I trust in him, so I'm turning away from my bad sin and trying to follow him. Yeah. So I, I realized that it was a present from God. A gift. And yeah. yeah, a gift. And <clears throat> now I'm. he's changed my heart so I can go and, and tell others. I just never understood that it was Christ's righteousness that saves us. You know, yeah. that he's the one that's righteous, not me. I never will be and never could be. But because of what he did and his righteousness, I'm saved. Yeah, it's great. It's, it is. It's such good news. And and it's not so that we can go out and sin. and. Right. It's not a free pass. No, it's know, not it's, a free pass. But yeah. it's... And and we even feel great responsibility, like you say, to mm -hmm. to share this good news with others. Yeah, and and I've noticed that um, in my heart as I've accepted Him, that I've turned, that I've, it's just become easier to to pull away from my sin. Yeah. Now I'm not saying I'm perfect. No. no I'm a no, sinner. No, sorry, you know. Sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm a sinner, and and that's why I need Jesus. But it's great that He has. Um, you know, turned me into his direction, not my own. Well, and I started out by saying, is Jesus a really great guy, yeah. or is he God? And in Mormonism, he really is no more, I mean, he's special because he was first born, mm -hmm. but he's just one of us. Yeah. He's our brother in Mormonism, right? Yeah. And he just is our elder brother, and he's just, he kind of did something that we, you know, but uh, we take advantage of that, I guess, and stuff. But he really isn't the focal, the focus. Now it's no. uh, in Mormonism. It's more about us and what we're doing and how we're climbing the ladder and mm -hmm. going to the temple and the word of wisdom and all the tithing and all those things. Yeah, yeah. Sticking to the set rules of thumb, which um, you know won't save you. No. But, um, and now Jesus is. Is everything? <laughs> yeah, now he's everything. He's he's given me everything. Yeah, you know, fantastic. I thought I would lose everything coming out of Mormonism. Yeah, um, I thought I thought I would lose a lot, but in in reality, I've gained everything. I've, I've gained it all. You know, and and I, I can only you know praise praise him for it. I'll have to ask you because you mentioned the Beatitudes, but. I guess the Bible just has taken on a different perspective now than it did. Yeah. <laughs> on your mission, for example. Right, or, yeah. 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 So, yeah, the like the Beatitudes just showed me how broken I was. Yeah. You know, and that God um, lifts up broken people. That's what he does. You know, yeah. he loves you enough to take you out of your, your point of despair and lift you out of it. Have you talked to any of those folks back in Baton Rouge, anybody that you were friends with? That yeah, you... yeah, I've sent a lot of uh, I'm sorry's. Oh, have you really? <laughs> and uh, with uh, the the gospel in there, yeah, you know, the gospel of Christ, like telling them the true gospel. I've Throw got, a few scriptures at them. And... <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, I didn't, you know, uh, I sent a few to churches saying, you know, because of you, um, yeah. I'm where I'm at because of some seeds you plant and I'm where I'm at today. Um, got some love there, um, but on the, the side where I had converted a lot of people, they were not very happy with me. 
Oh gosh. Well, gosh. You know, we're we're actually out of time almost. Okay. Anything you want to say to your family or friends or somebody that might listen to this and know who you are and what you've kind of share your journey a little bit? And well, uh, I guess the the one thing that I would want to say is uh, read the Bible, learn learn the actual gospel. Um, we can hit on all sorts of points, but ultimately, God's truth is God's truth, and it's in the Bible. Isn't that fantastic? Yeah. It's there. And we carry that silly thing. Mm -hmm. I carried it for 65 years to yeah. church. Never understood it. Yeah. And those scriptures that popped up all of a sudden yeah. are just, uh, just fantastic. Right. Yeah. Well, Mike, thanks so much for sharing. and. Appreciate it. Thanks you're, for having you're me. You're a good kid. Yeah. <laughs> good luck to you, and thanks. Thanks. We'll see you next time on The Ex-Mormon Files. This has been the audio podcast of The Ex-Mormon Files with host Earl Erskine. The Ex-Mormon Files is produced by Main Street Church of Brigham City. More information on this program, including the video version of it, can be found at exmormonfiles.com. That's exmormonfiles.com. Do you have an ex-Mormon story to share? Write us at contact at exmormonfiles.com.